You are beautiful. You are worthy. Your dreams were put on your heart for a reason. No matter what anyone else might think of you for following them. So stand up, stand tall, and stand proud. You were made to shine. What is up, beautiful people? Wow, my voice just hit an octave. I did not know that it could. That was a very high note. Um, so it is the latest I've ever recorded a podcast. Recorded a podcast. It's well, I mean, it's seven fifty-six p.m. But for those of you that know me personally, you know I am usually asleep. Like I go to bed at like eight. So I can't even. Excuse me, I can't even describe to you why I decided to do this, but I'm a big believer that when the spirit urges me to 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 speak about something, sometimes I put a reminder on my phone because sometimes it's like I'll wake up from a dream and it'll say it and I'm like, I'm not doing this at four in the morning. But right now, I was obedient. And I just was like, you know what? We're recording this. You guys, I've been... So, fun fact, I cut out Netflix, I cut out TV, um, for a while, I just did it because it was making me sad. This sounds, uh, this might sound weird to some of you, but, you know, I realized that watching Netflix and, like, watching TV, it is literally me spending... Let's be honest, two to three hours watching someone else live the life of their dreams. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I love a good rom com, but call me competitive, but I'm over here just like, dang, that's two hours I could be spending building my life, building my dreams, being obedient to what God is calling me to do. And so, anyways, I digress. The reason I said that is because I've cut that out and I've unless it's The Chosen. I've rewatched The Chosen. If you have not seen The Chosen, it is free. You can literally type in Watch The Chosen season 1. It is this beautiful crowdfunded episode of uh or season of like Jesus's life and it's just it's 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 moving. It is moving on so many levels. So watch it. Um, so unless it's the chosen, but I've, I've really been trying to get more into the word. And um, right now I'm reading Romans and there's something that that stuck out to me that made me get on here at 7.56, well now 7.58 at night. And I, for whoever you are right now, I don't know who you are. I don't know who it is that God (laughs) made me turn off my ceiling fan because it was making too much noise so that I could record this in my bed um, to tell this to. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if if it's a parent that just you are having a really hard time with or a significant other 
that you're just questioning where the relationship is going or a friendship that you feel so stuck in or a job that you have no other options and you need to pay the bills, but you know it's not your calling and you just feel like you are stuck between a rock and a hard place and you don't know what else to do. Or maybe it's it's you're struggling to pay the bills. You are living, you're building your dreams, but it doesn't really look like that right now because you are literally, you have just built the foundation and it looks like a, the the very first draft of what your dreams you thought should look like and it doesn't look it's not going how you thought it was going to be or maybe it's it's you're alone you live by yourself and you're lonely and you're praying for that significant other or maybe it's just you've just had one of those days where nothing went right and it ended with you crying in the shower praying to God what is it that I need what do I need to do and someone right now listening to this needed me to tell you That no power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed nothing in all creation, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8.38 This is what I've realized. I realized that, man, do I live my life on my tiptoes. It's like, I know that it's by my faith and not works that I'm saved and that I'm loved. My head knows that, but my heart forgets it sometimes. And so when I, when I make a decision that I I don't know if it's the right decision. Like maybe it's going to another job or maybe it's working with that person in business or maybe it's it's deciding to do that podcast episode or write that chapter in my book or pursue that relationship or pursue that friendship. And I just, it's like, I don't know if I made the right decision. All of a sudden, I think, crap, did I choose wrong, God? Like, did I just mess up my entire life because I, I, did, I, I made the decision you didn't want me to make? And then I read something like that. No power in the sky above. Oh, it makes me so emotional. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all all creation, no job, no relationship, no friendship, no status, no bank account number, no money, no title, no position, no lack of money, no lack of security, no lack of relationship, no loneliness, no fear, no anxiety, no depression. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. You know what that means for you? And you know what that means for me? It means that God gave us a promise. And that promise is his love for you and for me. And there is nothing, nothing that can stop his love from existing for you. 
Here I am over here freaking out that I'm somehow going to mess up my life and, and choose things that are not in accordance to God's will for my life. And, 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 and inadvertently what that's saying is I'm afraid God is going to change his mind about me. Like, I'm afraid God is going to say, you know what? Never mind, Annie. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not chosen. You're not anointed. I'm just going to go find someone else. You chose to go to that job. You chose to have those friends. Like, you're not anointed anymore. No, nothing in all creation can separate his love from you. He chose you. He chose me. He chose us. He the God of the universe. Like, can we just with our finite human minds and, and surface level understanding, can we just take a second to, to embrace that the God of the entire universe who could have anything he wanted? I mean, anything he wanted. The God that raised Lazarus from the tomb. The God that... that turned what was a fishless night into a boat that had a bajillion fish on it. The God that healed about a thousand demons out of Mary. The God that touched the lepers. The God, like the God of the miracles. What he wanted most was a relationship with you. Ah, it just... It made me so emotional. Like, can we just wrap our heads around that for a second? The God, the universe, what he wanted the very most from you and from me is just to want him back. You guys, so... Full transparency, the past couple of months, you know, have been ups and downs in regards to struggling with loneliness. And I know that I'm not, a, I'm, I, it's like funny saying this, but I'm not alone when I say that because a lot of people in this world, it, it's so ironic, we live in such a connected world through social media and all these different platforms, yet we're so disconnected in our spirits and we're so disconnected in our hearts. About, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but in June, in June, I ended a very significant relationship. And And that was really hard. And full transparency getting on here, there were so many nights that I just, I felt so alone. And I felt so lonely. And I questioned my decision. I questioned if God was enough. Because, you know, you I I did something and what I believed was an act of faith because I really felt my spirit just calling me to, to be single right now, to be alone in this season and fully pursue the things it's, it, it's calling me to pursue. And 
I'm being transparent with you right now because some of you are in similar situations. You've sacrificed out of faith in hope for something you couldn't see. And you're feeling like crap. (laughs) Did I do the right thing? Like, is God really enough? Because I just gave up that job. I just gave up that salary. I just walked away from this, from this opportunity to go build the church. I just walked away from, from, you know, the bars on Thursday nights to go join a small group. I just walked away from a relationship because my spirit's calling me to be single and alone right now. Like, or my spirit called me away from that relationship because they weren't equally yoked, right? Like, you're like, is God really worth it? That's what we're thinking. The nights when we're alone and we're in, and we're in our closet. If you're me, you're, if you're like me, you're in your closet. Like, that is my, I have no idea why I am in my closet. If, if I go MIA and whoever is listening to this needs to find me, like I'm probably in my closet. I just, that's where I go. And it, you know, the nights when you're on your closet or you're in the shower, you know, where, where the tears blend in with the water so you can pretend they're not there. And you're asking yourself, God, I, I did this for you. Or I, I, thought this was the, I thought this was the right thing. And I feel alone. And I don't feel you anymore. And I, I, I don't, I, I feel like I just gave up everything and I need you and I need you to, I need you to do something. I need you to affirm me. And he doesn't immediately. And you feel lonely. I've felt that too. And I'm telling you this because This weekend, I was at my, for the first time in two years, I was at my, you know, I'm partnered with a global leading wellness company and we had an in-person event for the first time in two years. And the way I saw God move this weekend It, I've sobbed about it so much. I really have. It, it, five years ago, when I was 18, I saw a woman speaking on stage. Her name was Emily Vavra. One of the, and I met her this weekend, truly one of the most beautiful inside and out people I, I have ever met. And I felt my spirit come alive when she was talking. Like, I mean... I felt it busting through my heart, through my soul. I knew that I knew that I knew that that's what I was called to do. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had a moment where maybe you saw someone doing something? You saw someone riding courses. You saw someone running. You saw someone speaking or singing or or creating something. And you were like, that's it. That is literally it. That's what I'm meant for. That's how I felt. 
and I was 18 and like, I had no idea. I was like, I, mom, I don't need to go to college. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to build my wellness business. I'm going to speak on stage. And my mom's like, you are crazy. You are going to college. And I was like, fine, I'll go to college, but I'm going to be on stage. You just wait and see. This past summer, when I ended my about two and a half year relationship, I felt a very similar spirit pull. And it was just this pull. It's like I, I went to bed with it. I woke up with it. It just, it was like, it's time. It's time. And I didn't know what it was time for. I didn't know, but I just knew that, that we had gotten to a point where we had both outgrown what this beautiful foundation of this relationship had built, we'd outgrown it. And, you know, it it was time. It was time to leave the nest of this relationship. And, and I was terrified, but I knew that I knew that I knew it was time and I didn't know what it was time for. I didn't know what was coming. I didn't know. I didn't know, but I just, I took a step And I did the thing and I said, God, I'm going to do it, but you best be there when I do it because I'm not good enough to do it. I'm not strong enough to do it. So you've got to do it for me, through me. About three months later, I got a call that I was being asked to share my story on stage at the event of my global wellness company, the first event in two years. And then when I got there this weekend, there at the beginning by the stage, there's about 20 seats for the trainers. And my seat just so happened to be right next to the woman Emily Vavra, that I saw on stage five years ago. And I had the chance after it, it literally, y'all, it took me like 24 hours to build up the courage to even look at this woman. She is gorgeous. And I was like, oh my God, like bow down. I don't even know how to speak to her. I'm going to like be speaking in tongues. She's just, I don't even, but just, I, I got to say thank you. And I got to tell her, you're one of the reasons why I'm here. And how I saw God move and how I saw his hand was affirmation on the promise that he made me five years ago. And I'm telling you this because some of you right now feel very confused and you don't know where you're headed. And you felt like God gave you a promise, but it doesn't look like that right now. And I'm here to tell you that within the past five years, about 99% of the time, it didn't look like I was headed here. It didn't look like I was going to get here. Most days and nights, I cried myself to sleep because I didn't think I was good enough. I sacrificed relationships. I sacrificed friendships. I sacrificed time and energy because I was holding on to a promise. And how freaking cool is it that not only does God fulfill and fulfill and fulfill his promises, but the only thing he wants from you is obedience to it. 
He's got the rest. I'm like, it's almost like God's over here and he's doing the workout for us, but he wants us to have the six pack. Like God's over here doing the leg presses for us, but he wants us to have the sculpted butt that looks good in the spandex and in the gym shark leggings. I mean, how cool is it that, that we have a God that has the powers of everything in this world and all he wants is for us to want him back. I think about 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4-5. through five. You may have been rejected by many, but you are chosen by me. And then Jeremiah 3.14, and I will always choose you. And I just feel God saying, I just want you to choose me back. I want you to choose me back. I want you to choose my promises back. I want you to wait for me. I want you to hold on to me now and wait for what I have in store for you later. I want you to exercise the faith that you tap into my source of strength for. I'll do the heavy lifting. I'll do the heavy lifting. But just be patient while I do it. I'll let you wear the six pack after I do all the abs. But just, but just wait while I do them. And no matter what, nothing in creation can separate your love from me. Nothing can separate God's love from you. Not any of your mistakes, not any of your habits, not any of your failures. He's got you. He wants you. If you want proof of that, He sent his son to die for you. He has a promise for your life. He has a direction for your life. And he will use all the things To work together for your good according to his purpose. According to his purpose. My friends, you are so loved. And for someone out there right now that just doesn't feel like it, I want you to absorb that. The idea of that. And maybe you've you've never accepted Jesus into your life. Maybe you don't even know who Jesus is, but he knows who you are. He's known who you are for a long time. And that little, that little thing on the inside of your heart that right now you feel it, you know the one I'm talking about. It's that one that you're thinking about right now because you feel it. You feel it in your heart. You kind of feel it in your stomach. That's him. That's him breaking through the noise like an antenna trying to get you back on signal because we live in a world filled with distractions, filled with society telling us how to look and how to be and what success is and what success isn't and who to judge and who to not judge. But, but that little thing on the inside of you that, that, that's kind of 
getting touched right now? That's Jesus saying, come home. I want you. I want you. And I am going to fulfill my promises to you. And all I ask of in return is just that you want me back. Is that you choose me back. I am sending you guys so much love. And I'm going to pray for us to close this out on this one. Which I, I should do more of. I should pray I should pray us out more on all my podcasts. But I'm definitely going to do it on this one. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> that should go without saying. Dear God, thank you so much for this time with these beautiful, beautiful souls that tapped into this. God, I, for the heavy heart, for the heart that's struggling to go on, for the heart that's struggling to, to make it through the end of this day, the beginning of this day, for the heart that's heavy because they don't have the right words to say to the person they know they need to say it to, to the heart that's heavy because that person didn't apologize and they know that they never will, or for the heart that's heavy because they know they need to apologize and they're afraid to, for the heart that's heavy because they feel like they've got to have everything figured out and they just don't know. They just don't know the next right step. They're they're laying awake at night with anxiety and with depression and with fear and they just don't know they're in a relationship they feel suffocated in but they're also terrified to take that step away from that relationship because it's so familiar and it's so comfortable and it's all that they know for the people that that have friendships right now that are holding them back and are flooding their minds with judgmental thoughts and gossip and and penetrating doubt and fear and they but they don't want to be alone and without friends for the people that they're in a job and they're trying to be a light and they're trying to spread their faith and they're trying to spread their energy but every time they do they're judged and they're afraid of that judgment. God, I pray for them. For the one that doesn't know you yet, but wants to and doesn't know where to start. I pray they know that it's already started because you've known them. They didn't know you, but you sought them out. There's a reason they listen to this. There's a reason that thing on their heart won't go away. That your promises will be fulfilled. Our job is to wait. Our job is just to want you and to love you and to choose you in our waiting. Our job is to understand that you don't just provide, you are provision. So by simply having you in our hearts and our minds and our souls, we already are provided with all that we need. More than enough. You are more than enough. We are more than enough in you. We do not have to prove ourselves. We do not have to demand any more of ourselves. We do not have to shape and shift ourselves into something we are not called to be. And that you work all things, all of our mistakes, our failures, our, our successes by human standards, all things in accordance to your will and for our good. And you've got this. So we can sleep tonight 
because you've got this. And your promises will come true. Your job is outcome. Our job is obedience. I pray for endurance for the obedience necessary to remain faithful to your promise. You don't shake. You don't change. Let our consistency be rest assured in that. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.